What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody! And welcome to the 273rd episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, yawning loudly into the microphone during the intro, is my good friend, Wink. Not me. You know what's a racket? What's that? Paper straws. (laughs) Who came up with the idea that you will take You're going to make me go on a rant. Put it in liquid. Liquid? What stupidity is that? So I've got... I'm drinking... You know what? Hell, let's go ahead and do this. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. So the sultry females having a mini Christmas party with some friends and... They made Grinch juice. So Grinch juice is a green beverage with pineapple juice and some other stuff. Quite tasty, actually. Uh, Drop a few shots of tequila. Probably more than a few shots of tequila, but an excessive (laughs) amount of tequila with said Grinch juice. We got candy cane looking straws. But how do you get candy cane looking straws? They make them out of freaking paper. And it's like a wet sock. It flops all over the place. You can't drink out of it. It's just it's it's ridiculous. So here's where the rant comes in. And some if if you're an environmentalist in the chat, let me know if you agree or not. The ocean. Most people that we don't went from plastic straws because of the the plastic contamination in the ocean. No, it's because right? of a one picture of a turtle with a straw in its nose. Sad. L- l- yes. Outlier. I'm also. making the same point as you. of the plastic in the ocean is thrown away fishing nets from all the fishermen across the world. 90% of the plastic in the ocean. Like, there's plenty of documentaries on it. So when someone says, we have to stop using plastic straws, I think to myself, most of them are making it to the garbage. And the point about the ocean is not from straws. I don't know. It just bugs me. Anyways. It's a terrible idea. So only bugs me because I hate going to a place where they're like, here's your paper straw. And if I want to drink that drink for longer than 10 minutes, let's say 30 minutes, by the time I get to the end, I can. We know I how you can milk drinks off. too. So that's a problem. No, exactly. <laughs> making me, making me shotgun, making me shotgun the soda no in kidding. Disneyland. Yeah. Absurdity. <laughs> so what are you drinking, sir? Um, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada's Wild Little Thing. Ooh. It's a sour ale. 
I love sours, so mm. wife picked it up for me, and I was very happy about it. Very nice. Sounds Good exciting. Stuff. So somebody was just telling me there's a local brewery that has a Pina Colada Goes beer. Guess what's on my to-do what? list this week? That sounds freaking awesome. Gonna go check that out. I will most certainly report back if that information is true and if it is, how it is, because that sounds baller. So, yeah, the E uh, goes is my favorite beer type. I know goes is Why just amazing. It. Yeah, you love them. You're a big fan. So good, in, indeed. So good. Um, good, good Daco GMP. Hey, you're welcome. I actually. <laughs> I watched. I've watched a lot of documentaries on the ocean, only because when I was in the Navy, I, I love the ocean. The ocean's great. I'm like, what's going on with the ocean? You know. Ah. And they're like, if the fishermen stop throwing their nets into the ocean instead of taking them back to land and throwing them away correctly, dude, the ocean wouldn't be filled. With we, water. we should have a weekly um, o- ocean stats with GMP segment. That would be awesome. Yeah, see, there you go. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to this. I'll teach every I'll teach everyone oceanography. How's that? I was a sonar tech. I know all about oceanography. Perfect. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Uh, I got a freaking list that's a mile long right now. I don't have a mile long list, but <laughs> My, you want to get yours out of the way? Then? My list is very sexy. Let me tell you. Oh, sexy list. Uh, so here's what I've done. Wicket is relic five. Chirpa is Wicket relic three. Low gray is now relic three. Oh, Ewok Elder snap. is relic three. Paplu nope. is now up to gear 12, and I have remodded all these characters. I also, poor Chirpa didn't get any relics this week, but he got some Omicrons. I was about to say, I Woo! know what he got. Yeah, it's been a I, good week. Did you get that in before JC Lock? I did not, no. Oh, I was going to say, so no. in your first round opponent, when your first round opponent fought you, we wouldn't have actually... If he had fought you, we could have got yeah. an actual... So, so my... Next week. My, Next My week. Relic 3 Low Gray and my Omicron Chirpa were not in this GAC, but they will be for next round. And boy, I can't wait to see what they do because I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, that's pretty... That's that's pretty much my week. I, I've remodded a few characters like Lord Vader. Um, just kind of focused a little bit more in on what he does. Uh, I'm over 8 million GP and I am approaching the red box in Conquest. There is two days, 14 hours left. Um, I've just got a few things left to do and I will knock out the red box. I should be able to do it without any more refreshes. I've been doing all the refreshes every single day. Uh, kind of playing around with some stuff. Lord Vader has actually been amazing with the setup I've got. He's so freaking good. Um, I, he's actually pretty baller in Conquest, to be perfectly honest. He, I mean, with the with the damage over time inflicted upon damaging an enemy with that whole thing, Lord Vader might be the best 
individual character for conquest in my opinion he is absolutely fantastic um well definitely with those discs you had yeah those data discs yeah. just make him a yep it, like it's monster like i said the thing where you lose where the opponent loses turn meter whenever a debuff expires that thing is awesome with lord vader because he goes he does the aoe if an enemy goes at re He'll instantly die, reset everyone else's turn meter zero, and allow you to get those extra kills for like uh, kills with Empire, kills with whatever. Like you have that opportunity there, uh, you know, with those kind of stacked up, it's a lot of fun. Um, and yes, Drew brings up an excellent point. Um, Wink <laughs> has a kid, and all of a sudden he's gearing up his teddy bears. Facts, not gonna lie. Um, not saying they're related, but definitely true. So. Joker asks, what's your record for dots so far? Uh, I know I've been into the low 100s. I think around 110 or so. It's probably the most that I've stacked up. Um, and let me tell you, Calling Blade leaves a, a lot of digits. Um, I would be counting the commas if they had commas. Uh, it's freaking bonkers. Like, it's... You can get a lot of dots, a lot of thermals, um... It's it's pretty cuckoo. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I you know what my new record for uh, thermals is? What fighting a Kylo Ren? Right. Okay. I was able to get one hundred and ninety-two thermals. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that is explosive, sir. I like and, it. And I I went to take a picture of it. Just to show on the podcast, and, and as I did, he blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it! That is awesome. I was like, no. Um, yeah. So last week after the pod, uh, you know, on the stream, we did some conquests where we're kind of playing with this. So if you'd like to go see just a lot of dots getting stacked up on people, go check out episode two seventy two. Uh, towards the end, there's a lot of really fun conquest stuff. So, uh. Yeah, I, and I know. I I also won I round one. Opponent didn't do anything. That's what I was going to So uh, I'm one and zero. Shout out to Boss Cog, um, our uh, one of our friends over at Melvin Melvin Brewing. Shout out to those guys. Um, he is in my bracket. We both won round one. I feel pretty confident about my chances of winning this round. If he wins his round. We will face in round three. It should be exciting. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, well, I don't know if I'll see it or hearing it. I don't know if you will, but you'll hear about it. So, all right, man. Get your laundry list of stuff you did this week. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to move this. Blue stacks out of the way. I thought you were about to say you're trying to scroll de- to the top of your list. So yeah, that too. Blue the, the the new blue stacks I installed for the you know, GAC before the podcast. When you drag it quickly across your screen, it literally jumps everywhere. It doesn't go where you want it. So I tried to move it oh, to get to my notes, good. and <laughs> almost had a uh, aneurysm. Yeah. All right. So anyways, I started spending the. Uh, I started spending my relic material and try, trying to get some of these 
C requirements up to the spots that they needed to be. So I relicked five Admiral Piet from no relics. I Jedi Knight Anakin to relic seven from relic four. Count Dooku to relic six from no relics. Grand Admiral Thawne from Thawne. Grand Admiral Thrawn from relic four to relic six. Grand Ad Grand Moff Tarkin from no relics to relic three. A lot of relics going around this Damn. week. There are some other ones. Those are the only ones I finished in the requirements. There were some other ones I added levels to, and then I ran out of relic materials. Jesus. They're not finished. But uh, I got gear. Th- I got Darth Mar- Maul to gear thirteen. He just needs one more piece to be. Oh no, Darth Maul! I got to gear thirteen today. He doesn't need that piece. I got it today. Okay. Uh, Sith Marauder. I got to gear eleven today. So he only needs one more piece for gear uh, 12. Nice. And gear seven, director Krennic, gear six, Royal Guard. Those are the only ones I've left for C besides relics levels. And the only reason yeah. I stopped where I did on Krennic and Royal Guard is because somehow I'm, I've run out of lower level, some of the lower level green pieces. Yeah. That's crazy. I've been, I've been having that problem too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But the good news is at this point, I'm 11 out of 16 on C requirements. And yeah. pretty soon it's just pretty soon it's just going to be uh, relics on those characters and I can start gearing whatever I want again. Like that's it. why I did this because I wasn't going to spend two months trying to get C. I'm practically there already after what has it been since I talked about it? Three weeks. So yeah, really freaking stoked about that. Uh, yeah. So that's my big thing right now. I'm... I'm looking weeks ahead to see start to see C. There you go. I like it. Um, and I won my first round of GAC. I am. I've seen a lot of people on the bad end of this not very focused matchmaking because they're trying to get like real to life skill ratings on everyone before they the matchmaking really hones in. Right. So for everyone out there, don't fret right now because they we. You could have seen this coming from a mile away, but um, I have been on the receiving end instead of the uh, receiving end. Um, so I've been, I won first round of JC. Opponent had one GL to my three. And uh, this round we just did before the podcast, same thing, one GL to my three. So I should win both first and second rounds. And feeling pretty good about the way GAC is starting for me. So Very nice. I like it. Um, we'll talk more about uh, more about that sort of stuff here in this next segment. So let's go ahead and... Let's do it. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. All right, dude. So what's going on? Well, I'll just say it. Because someone said the Thrawn song, and I was just gonna type that Thrawn, the Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. Yep. <laughs> it just I like it's it. Too easy. That's a, all right. Any parody? Let's do it. It's been a long time since we've been. It's been a while. Yeah. People still bring up Green Gear Slot Plus. I had a couple written that I just never got around to actually making happen, but I have a couple too. I just never did them. So hard to find time. We should do that. We should do like a once a month parody song. That would be, or maybe once every two months. No bad. I love doing parodies. They're fun. Yeah, insanely fun. So, 
All right, so updates for this week. Uh, first up, new additive drops, which seems like this is going to be a recurring theme. I like it. It seems like they haven't stopped for like a month, a month and a half now. But we've got the list of what the additive drops coming up for this, the end of this month are. So for anyone still looking for Arc Trooper shards, which if if you're a newer player, you probably are. Arc Trooper is very important for Cam, obviously. Um, and uh, for the 19th through 21st, Arc Trooper is a drop for fleet node, fleet hard nodes. So anyone doing fleet hard nodes for any of the characters or anything like that out there, you're going to get bonus drops of Arc Trooper. Now this one I think is pretty cool. Uh, the 22nd through 24th, you are going to get negotiator shards for mod battles. I like it. That's pretty huge for anyone that doesn't have negotiator or is close. So, and for everybody else, it's good shard shop currency. I love all this this extra shard shop currency. Um, uh, on the uh, trolling after Christmas dates, 26th through 28th, you can get Tuscan Raider from Fleet Battles. That's any Fleet Battles, not just the hard nodes. And from the 29th to 31st, General Grievous for light side and dark side battles. Yeah. Which is huge for the new players because General Grievous is still not easy to get. He is still in the shard shop and he is still in fleet shop. And that's it. So if you're still trying to get General Grievous, this is a good opportunity for you to uh, go crazy. Because it's just, especially since it's both light side and dark side battles, it doesn't have to be hard. So um huge. They also added some new models and portraits for Ayla, Qui-Gon, and Mace Windu, uh, which we kind of seen in some data mines, kind of knew this was coming. There's some characters that obviously have some newfound glory with uh, Qui-Gon getting his Omicron, and then, uh, you know, of course, Mace actually having some viability with Kenobi and uh, QG- QGJ. Boy, that's hard to say. I was going to try and make that sound smooth, and that did not. Yeah, it's, it's hard. That was a hard one. Yeah, it didn't work. It's. Um, I'm bringing them up on the stream. The three characters because the actual they look pretty good. The actual pictures look pretty good, but I don't. Did they change the models? I feel like the models are the same as they were. Uh, Unless I'm just thinking of those pictures we saw. No, no, I do not believe that the models are the same. They are, in fact, different. Um, in my game, so I can take a look. Let me go, go check out my blue girl. Yeah, she's a little bit. She's a little. I, I think Ayla's a little thicker than she was. <laughs> her her picture isn't. Her head got skinnier, but it looks better now. Uh, Qui Gon j- looks a little bit buffer. Um, and then and his face actually looks like uh, what's his face? Uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. And then who was the other one? Uh Mace. Mace still a little off from Samuel Jackson, but a lot closer. Yeah. Yeah. Looks way closer. Looks pretty good. I like it. I approve. Um So like like they said in chat, obviously the uh all the rumors are start flying around again. I think we uh, we made up our own rumors back when we saw this in data models. Oh yeah, but... we love rumors. We love starting them. Lots of fun. <laughs> um, speaking of rumors, uh, there is a marquee that has returned. Rumor has it, dude. This is crazy, right? Why couldn't it have been Echo, the only one I've ever missed? <laughs> but uh, the for the first time ever, a marquee event 
is having a second chance of it. Interesting. And that's for Fennec Shan. And it's, uh, I think it's starting soon or already started. It probably already started on Thursday. It is obvious why this is the case. However, the question is, is there more to this? The Book of Boba Fett starts this month. This will overlap with the starting of the Book of Boba Fett TV show. Is there more to it than that? Or is that that it? Um, you know, I I do think it's probably pretty good advertising. Be like, hey, come join Swaga now and you get Finnick for free. Ah, this character in, you know, the new show. So uh, that's well, they better be doing that right now. Good thing. Or or maybe they got another marquee lined up for when it opens, but the two main ones that people know going into it or have already come out, so who knows? Boy, this paper straw is terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. I'm stirring my Grinch juice with a sock. <laughs> oh, God. Um, at least it doesn't stink like the feats they got rid of. Um, speaking <laughs> of... Feats and Grand Arena Championships. They have upgraded some things. You see that segue? I wrote in smoothly on that. Two wheels all balanced and stuff. Looked like a professional. Um, much much more than calling the returning marquee a rumor. <laughs> did I call it a rumor? You said speaking of rumors. Well, there's a I, rumor that the well, no, I was just trying to say like a rumor about why why this is why this is happening oh see see okay. I, I was trying to start a rumor about finnick returning and you know maybe there's something more to it maybe there's not maybe it's just the book about fed anyway uh the gac now has a new reward structure an entirely new reward structure um crystals have officially moved from arena to uh to the gac uh they've updated the rewards and we're going to talk a lot about GAC tonight just because it is so important. We stream GAC before the pod. Uh, so if you want to go to episode 273, check out the, the pre-show. And we got a lot of GAC stuff going on. Lots of fun. But what do you think about this crystal update? Do you do you like it? Because So I've been a person that historically has played Arena pretty, pretty well, uh, strongly. Always tried to get my crystal payout up until the past couple of months. I've kind of quit doing that. Um, you have historically been known for entirely missing your arena payout. However, before they allowed you to change the time, it was literally the hour of me driving to work. So right, it was really <laughs> bad there for a while. But now, now you can get crystals, and you have a twenty-four hour period to fight for those whenever crystals. I want. And when it, when it happens when I'm at work, I will be doing it at probably 3 a.m. when there's nothing <laughs> happening at work. So, and that's a beautiful thing. So you're a big fan of the change? Oh, 100%. And I've felt the impact of these crystals uh, getting them since the change, much more so than I ever did in Arena. So Interesting. It's, it's massive. Like, I am actually buying pieces of gear knowing for full well that – those crystals wow. I spend are going to uh, regenerate themselves and I'm not going to wind up doing what I used to do where I'm like, hey, it's my once a month crystal $20 pack. Yep. So I, I think it's a great you know. change. Um, the fact that the most important reward in any game mode was tied to being in at a specific time, I think was ridiculous. Uh, 
shard chats are obviously a factor they want to get away from that so it's there's a cost benefit thing that's going on you can do it anytime versus shard chats not so useful anymore but i i love the new structure i am such a big huge fan of it i am in kyber one so i get the 260 daily plus was it 900 for a win uh, 750 if you win the three rounds. Um, I think I got 860. 860. In Kyber 2. Okay. For my win. So the the reward structure is still really, really good in my opinion. I It's it's a big improvement. In Kyber 1, I think you only need to go like, what was it? 5, 5 and 7, 4 and 8, something like that in order to... Uh, get a higher average crystal output uh, than previous. So I, I think that's... Than getting that's first good. every day? Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No. So it's... I think it's a huge improvement. Big fan. Um, the, the the only negative I see across the board for a lot of people is that you moved from a structure where you only needed five sets of mods, really good mods, to a, to a structure where you need... An entire roster. Oh, we're going to talk about that shortly. But okay, then I will stop the co- idea when we get there. Um, but, um, I love the crystal change. So, other reward updates. Now, if you win the three rounds, you get more than enough to slice a mod. It used to be you ha- got exactly enough to slice one mod, but now you get enough to slice one mod plus enough to slice twenty five percent of another mod from five to six dot. I think that's huge. You get the extra Zeta. You get more gear. They added more gear to cha- to basically balance out the uh, changes from like going to a Rhodium to Kyber. But they way, 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 way more than updated that because of those round updates, adding in the extra Zetas, all, all the extra gear. There's a lot of gear in there. I, I think that these that those reward updates are not being talked about enough. I think they're very significant. Um, and an absolute, absolutely great change. Big fan. Um, something I was just thinking about while you were talking about that is what are, what is the reward for losing? Do you get a reward? Obviously I haven't done like that yet. in a round it's only been one round. But so yeah. in Kyber one, if you lose, you get two hundred crystals. You get s- Okay. So there's still a reward. If you lose, it's not like all or nothing. Correct. You have to get your 10 points, though. If you don't do any battles... That's right. You had to get the 10 points. You have to attempt one battle. You attempt one battle, you get 10 points. Boom. Done. Uh, so, yeah. it's. I think it's really good. One thing I've noticed is I didn't get very many uh, of the GAC tokens after the first round. Okay. Let's go check that out. Um, like four hundred, maybe. There's less. I I think I got the same number from from that win. Yeah. So per round rewards, eight twenty five crystals, three hundred and fifty GAC. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a ton. I feel like that's less than it was before. Yeah. For some I, I, I don't think the tokens changed. I, I think before the tokens. If you won, you got 350 for winning and like 150 or 200 for losing. Um, 
I, I think the tokens are still the same. I guess I'm just thinking about uh, end of round rewards, which are still, you know, obviously there. I guess I was mistaking that with end of... Uh, I didn't think you got a thousand, obviously, after every round inside of a week. But I thought it was more than that for some reason. Yeah. Mm. We have to do some more investigating. Um, Our last round was 3v3. The rewards are different. Okay, that might be part of it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I love all the changes they've made. I have no complaints whatsoever. I'm as, uh, I'm as happy as I've been uh, as far as like reward structure in the game. Not having to do arena is a godsend. I love it. Uh, Holy moly. So, yeah. What? I just looked in our Discord because I was going to look for the QA and uh, Atomic Roboc posted a picture yes. of a nest with 1,600 thermals and 2,030 dots on them. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I guess that's what would happen if you used a CLS against uh, a nest there. But I did not see that. Crap. Wow, that is nuts. Holy cow. Would that be enough to kill him? Jeez with a CLS? Louise. <laughs> Would that be enough to kill Ness with a CLS? Over 2,000 damage over time and almost 1,700 thermals. That is nuts. I don't know. That's a hell of a question. I mean, at some point... Oh. At some point, those thermals will explode, and I would think it would do enough damage to I kill I don't know. Her, it looks but... like time's out. That's crazy. Holy Oh yeah, that's at two seconds left. Ouch. Oh, he's anyway. Sorry to distract. It was also rebels, for that, though, uh... so it was rebels. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. He's never gonna get a turn. Oh yeah, never gonna get a turn. Premier reduction. Blow up. Brutal. <laughs> Ouch. Um. All right. So, uh, questions. We got some questions. Let, let's dive into some uh, QA. So. There was one in our Patreon QA. Um, I don't even think that... Kaiser asks, can we rank the top five Omicrons and do you recommend spending one or two or hold off for Boba Fett? Um, I don't know. That seems more like a non-GAC question. Because there aren't even five GAC Omicrons yet. Uh, that's true. I still think it's fairly important question because, um, I think that the top Omicrons are going to be all the GAC ones <laughs> just because I think GAC is so important now with the crystals that like, I'm not considering doing any Omicrons that don't have GAC implications. Um, I've done Qui-Gon, I've done Chirpa, I'll probably do Zam next because they are GAC. I, I I don't have any interested any interest in doing any that are not GAC. As awesome so, as Boba Fett sounds, I'll pass. Since this is a question, why don't we go over the new Omicrons for this week before we do quite the rest of these questions or answer that one? That way, we have all of them fresh on the brain. Okay, let's do and it. We not we don't mention them before we've actually talked. About okay, them. sure. All right. Hera first. Yeah, so let's go with Hera first. 
So why don't you read this one? Because you're the only human I know that has a Zeta Hera, so you might be super interested in this. Lucky me! <laughs> um, okay, so Harris is a territory war Omicron okay. that adds Phoenix allies have 30% plus 30% counter chance, plus 50% max health, Ooh. and plus 30 speed. Not bad. When when Hera uses backup plan, backup plan being the ability that uh, revives, um, revives or puts the buff on that revives, um, all Phoenix allies gain the backup plan buff for three turns. So anytime she uses it, Ooh, everyone gets backup that's plan good. for three turns. The first time each other Phoenix ally falls below 50% health, Hera gains 80% turn meter. Damn. Whenever a Phoenix ally uses a special ability... All Phoenix allies gain 10% off stacking until they're defeated. Oh, no cap. No, no cap. cap on there. Crazy. And there are a lot of Phoenix... Uh, and there are some dangerous Phoenix, Phoenix characters. Ezra and Sabine can lay down the wood, man. They are... Uh, there are some hard-hitting characters. And you start talking about infinitely stacking offense. Good luck, dude. Joker, thanks for that link. I will bring that up here in a minute when we're done talking with this stuff. Um, apparently, Swagga has an Omicron report now, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, that's pretty deadly. Um, if you have the what used to be and probably still is the most expensive gearing team in the game geared, then that's pretty good. Me, myself, Phoenix would probably be the last team I would ever gear just because of the amount of gear that they need. Yes, that's fair. Um, not a great investment. It might get a little might get a little better because the thing that they needed the most of was um, stun guns and uh, Carbontes. They didn't point. have... That team didn't have... Um, what do you call them? Zeta, not Zetas. Kairos. That team didn't have Kairos because they came out before then. So right. they might be a little cheaper now. Though, you know, stun guns used to be a harder currency to get. They might be a little easier to do now. So this might actually be a good place to put some of your uh, resources at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's several characters there that are probably not bad to go ahead and gear. Um, uh, this does sound actually really good. The problem is it's territory war. So unless you're like super focused on relic nine, I don't know. I don't, I don't care that much about territory war, but, um, some people do. Some people are very serious about the T-dub. So, um, yeah, it's a tit well-documented T-dub, not my jam. Me either. Um, so all right, the Let's, Imperial... You got the next character, Imperial well, Pro Well, I went droid. to click on the link in the notes, but... It's Hera? It is. Lame. Yeah, I just tried it. Um, actually, it's in-game, so I'll just go here and read it. Uh, so this one is going to be for the Empire character, Imperial Probe Droid, and I have to say this one's pretty legit because I do remember reading it. Um, all right, so... So, while in territory wars, at the start of battle, Imperial Probe Droid loses all protection and gains that much max health. Imperial Probe Droid can be revived after using self-destruct and ignores taunt. This is, this is my favorite part. This is crucial. 
At the start of each encounter, Imperial Probe Droid is revived with 100% health. Just to be clear, at the start of an encounter, that means if he was dead from the previous encounter... If you self-destructed for massive damage, you get him back. You go back. If you don't beat that team, he will still be there. So, And the best part about that is, and I know it sounds like a bad thing, he doesn't get any protection. And as you know, with self-destruct, in order to use it, you have to be below 100% health. So if you don't have protection... Easy to do. Yeah. If you don't have protection, you're inst- probably more than likely going to have lower than 100% health the first time you take a turn. So if you want to blast someone on the first turn, you can. So it continues. Whenever IPD uses self-destruct, the target enemy takes additional damage equal to 200% of Imperial Probe Droid's max health and other Empire allies gain offense equal to 300% of IPD's offense stacking until they're defeated. Stacking. So let's say, yeah, that's nuts. Woo. That's crazy. Um, that that is spicy, man. I am a big fan. This just sounds like it's just so ridiculous. Sounds like so much fun. Um, he does damage equal to his health. So, uh, basically, he does damage equal to two hundred percent his max health. So whatever his max health is times two. He does that damage on top of the 100,000 he does from the explosion, which is fat and nasty. Um, the big question that I have is uh, whenever he uses self-destruct, Empire allies gain offense equal 300% of his offense. I I. I think it's safe to assume that that means if you do not defeat this team the first time, it will be substantially more difficult because it's stacking offense the second time. I think that's what that means. I assume that is not talking about if it's revived in during the same, the same encounter. encounter. I, it sounds like that does stack between counters due to the way they have worded this whole thing. And if that is the case, that is a spectacular Omicron. Holy cow. Can you, can you imagine 900% offense in round four if you just self-destructed every round? Yep. Uh, Ordell Robbie crazy. mentions that Watt revives Darkside Droids, which is a great point. Um, so you would have Daka and Watt that could revive uh, so there is a potential that may not stack between rounds. Um, however, I, I think it's safe to assume that's probably the case. Um, also keep in mind, Jawas would be able to revive him. Um, keep that in scroll up on his kit just to see if he can be revived. You what? I was just I was just gonna look through his self destruct ability to say see if it says he can't be revived. Well it does Yeah, there it is. Imperial Probe Droid instantly defeats itself and can't be revived. Cor- correct. But this Omicron specifically states that he can be revived after using self destruct. 
Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, so that's so that's why this is such an That's why you guys are part. talking about it. Okay. Right. So This is what happens when you miss three or four words in these things. They you completely changes the outlook. That boy, that is that is an Darn. awesome awesome <laughs> Omicron. Um I I'm a huge huge fan. Uh I wish I was JC though. Uh it's crazy to me that uh, not crazy, but I think it's cool that they're adding an extra bit of functionality as far as territory battle goes for two characters that are underused that you actually have to do a special mission in the original territory battles to unlock. Yeah. So that's it made sense to me that it was in territory battles for those two characters. So and I almost did I almost did Rolo when Lightside was going on. Wait, wait. Are you saying that the the Omicron's for Territory War? This one? Yes. No, it's Territory Battles. Look up Swords Territory War. Oh, it is? Territory Battles. Pro Droids is Territory Battles. Oh, yeah, it is. So we when we were talking about the nine hundred percent office, we were talking about between oh, encounters yeah. at the fourth round of a combat mission. Oh yeah, I don't know why I was thinking territorial war. Yeah, that well, that's disappointing because that is a <laughs> kick-ass omicron. That is awesome. It's so freaking awesome. But ugh, for TV, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Surprise! I'm good. I'll pass. Hard pass on that. Um. All right. Well, I feel like an idiot. So, you all did against. Let Let's turn around and go back to that question about omicrons, and I'm gonna run through all the omicrons real quick. Just kind of tell you, break them down. So we have the TB omicrons. We have Rolo, Kyle, and IPD. For territory war, we have Phasma, Darth Sidious, Chief Nebit, Hera, Mara Jade. And the three for Boba Fett. And then for GAC, we have Qui-Gon, Zam, Chirpa, Darth Talon, Rose Tico, Dash Rendar, Starkiller. Starkiller has three also. So, um, that's all of them. Now. Now, if you go through, if you rank them, right? The highest one is Kaigon Jin by far. That's the most used one. 28,690. And then if you go to the next highest one is Captain Phasma yep. for Territory Wars with her fire at will Omicron with 16,500. And the very next one after that, let me make sure for sure. Okay, there it is. Rolo with 5,137. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I did not expect Rolo to be number three. I, I didn't either. I thought um, I thought GAC would take the cake. I did I know too. there's a lot of Territory War people out there. Um, seeing Phasma be the number one for that, I guess it makes sense with the amount of First Order there are and the amount you can put on a team. The amount of good ones you can put on a team for defense and still leave a good team for Slicker. Yep. So, so really interesting. Um. I am almost only going to look at GAC here if I'm ranking Zetas. Um, Omicrons? Or Omicrons. 
I am going to ignore, ignore Starkiller because I don't think it's entirely relevant. Um, yeah. So, Sorry to everyone that spent the money on him. We haven't even read his kit on stream. Right. Yet, so. um, and <laughs> while I think his kit is quite good, he's a super good character, I'm not really going to be that worried about his Omicrons. Now, he becomes basically a galactic legend with the Omicrons. So his are top tier, but you have to get the character first. And I think there's going to be such so few people that have him that it's going to be mostly irrelevant. Yep. Uh, the odds you see him in anywhere but maybe the top are probably going to be small. I don't, I don't foresee seeing this guy for like six or seven months. So. Myself. Yeah. Ah. So. As far as the other ones go. As far as the other ones go, uh, how are you feeling? Who are you kind of looking at? Well, mine would be ranked by my roster, not as much what they are. Which would instantly become Kaigon Jin, Chief Chirpa. Yep. Then Zam, probably. So, and then, I would actually rank them Qui-Gon, then Zam, then Chirpa. Um, however, I am going Qui-Gon, then Chirpa, before I do Zam, and um, Darth Talons is really good, too. Um, I was about to say, Darth Talons, even because of what we talked about last week, where um, even if you can only get her to gear uh, 11, because you don't have her 7-starred, getting her even to gear 11 under that uh, Emperor lead makes her viable, which makes the Omicron viable. So, yeah, she, I, it's still an option for everyone, not just anyone that added her at seven star. Yep. And I think that she is probably, she's kind of, it kind of depends on where, where you have her geared. Um, if you haven't put a lot into Ewoks, totally ignore Chirpa, like go with Darth Talon because you're more likely to have. You know the Sith trio ready, and she can absolutely amplify what they do. Same Why do I keep with saying Sam. Emperor Palpatine? Who was the one that goes with Palpatine? Mara Jade. Mara Jade. Okay, that's my bad. Um. Also, Dash Rendar is another one where his is fantastic, but you have to have the characters around him, which are all of the characters that use prepared and. There's never been a great incentive to actually gear those characters. So if you have them geared, I think it's really good. Like, I think these are... Omicrons are so roster dependent. Because if you have these uh, prepared characters, gear 13, I mean, you'd be crazy to not do Dash Rendar because of what he provides. When you lose prepared, you gain it back. That is insane for those characters. However, if you don't have them geared, it's completely worthless and a waste of time. Yep. It's a uh, Yeah, that's rough. It's easier it's 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 hard to answer that question by ranking because I would have to know what your roster is, you know? I can only rank these based on my roster because I would never put it on Rose Tico, for example. But that's also why I put Qui-Gon Jinn so high because everybody has some leftover Jedi and Qui-Gon 
Qui-Gon doesn't need to be that well geared for his to be pretty damn awesome. Um, same with Zam. Zam can be fairly under geared and that Omicron still be insanely good for that squad. Uh, for Chirpa, the, the bears need to be geared. Uh, no two ways about it. So I think that's kind of where you run into problems. Some of these are really good without gearing and others absolutely require a crap ton of gear to be even moderately useful. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how I would answer that question. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Zam's was because I currently have... It's, uh, so she gains, she gets a 20% speed boost and then shares 20% of her speed with allies effectively. Um, there's a little bit more to it than that, but that's the gist of it, and it is stupid. Absolutely stupid. See, I've always liked... See, okay. Well, I'm at... My bounty hunters are garbage right now, right? They're not great. Let's just say that. Um, But I have an Omicron, and I have some... Some uh, relict... Mismatch relic uh, bounty hunters. Cad Bane, Django, and then a lot of Gear 12 bounty hunters, including Zam. I'm kind of curious if she would work at Gear 12 with a Gear 12 bounty hunter squad in the back. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I might just do, yes. do her Omicron the over Kygon Jens first because of the fact that I have always liked Zam. And having her be that good to be able to put her in a squad that involves a bunch of thermal detonators on defense, yep. I, I think it would be huge. I think hers is freaking fantastic for a squad that you don't have a lot of gear on. She She's one that will bring up a squad, even if it doesn't have a ton of gear to being pretty useful. Even if you just have to use it on offense, if it's not ground defense, it will provide a ton of just punch that you may not have otherwise. So I, I do. I love so, Zams. Here's what I'll do for next week's podcast. Ooh. Since we have Grand Arena starting in the middle of the week, it would lock with a Zam Omicron. I will throw a Bosk Mandalorian uh, Cad Bane Zam Wessel Imbo squad okay. in on my defense for the week and see how it goes. I like it. So you're going to put that army on? That's what I think I'm going to do, yeah. Yeah. And see some. how it goes. I like it. Because I am at... Let's see how many Omicrons That's, I'm at now. That, unless something new, spectacular comes out, that is my next Omicron is, Sam. I think I'm at 30 Omicrons now. Oh, nice. Which is funny because I had 19 last week, so I've somehow found an increase in Omicrons. Yep. But, yeah. Um... Have you done Chirpa yet? I've not done Chirpa yet. Chirpa is another option because all of them are your 12. Yeah. Kaigon Jin would probably be the most helpful, but I'm one of those people that are like, go against the flow anyway. No, not you. So, no. And I'll do it eventually anyway, right? You will. That's true. Will there be a podcast next week? It's Christmas Eve. No idea yet. <laughs> I don't think we'll be podcasting on Christmas no, Eve. No, definitely no. <laughs> Will there be a podcast next week? We'll see. 
Will your shells? All right. So uh, jumping into more of the QA, um, Mill asks, with consideration of what they bring to the team that they fit into, which of the four legend marquee characters would you like to max first? So going through them, you got Darth Talon, Darth Talon that works with the Sith trio. You've got Dash Rindar who, who works with prepared characters. You have um, Kyle Katarn who works with um, what do they call them? Rebels, uh, Jedi, Mothma and Squad. Mothma, yes. Mara Jade that works with uh, Emperor Palpatine Squad. I would say probably Kyle Katarn or Mara Jade. More likely Mara Jade than Kyle Katarn. Only because I have those teams ready to go. Okay, so you're pretty much spot on to what my answer is. I'm going to be a little bit more specific. The answer to this specific question, which one would you like to max out first, is Mara Jade. Because... She is the best Lashawn Fallen, except with synergy for Emperor Palpatine. If you haven't used Best Lashawn Fallen with Emperor Palpatine, you're missing out because it's freaking nasty. They had to they had to go through and add the turn meter blocking to Malak to prevent Emperor Palpatine from being the leader for Best Lashawn because of how nasty that combo is. The reason is because of all the debuffs. <laughs> Which Marge does, except with specific synergy to our property. Now, here's the issue. You do, like, Marge will still be really good. You can use her probably at gear 11, and she'll still be pretty good with Emperor Palpatine. However, she would take up, like, she goes to God tier at Relics. Kyle doesn't. He, he he doesn't need relics. And the reason is because with the Mon Mothma squad, you Mon have Mothma the squad. stat sharing. So, Not to mention the Mon Mothma squad doesn't absolutely need Kyle Katarn. Well, it, it doesn't need him, but even with him, even if he's lowly geared, the stat sharing... I know, I know what, you're get, what you were saying. ...covers him. So, I agree with both points. There's not you necessarily... You can have a team without him, and then you don't have to have him max out. Right. Like, is it better with him max? Sure. However, not having him max really doesn't change anything at all. But uh, but with Marjade, it absolutely does. So, for me, the answer is far and away. It's not even close. It's Marjade. Um, I can get on board with that. She, 100%. God, she's nasty. Oh, big fan. Luke would be very upset to hear you talking about his wife like that. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Drew asks, now for my question. Since Arena is dead, are you spreading your best mods to balance out your teams for GAC? No. No. Because I still play Conquest. My like answer is teams. no, because I've already been spreading out my mods. I have talked about this for a decent amount of time. Um, there's been a few characters I keep elite mods on, but I've for a while I've just I, I like JC more, and I think if you mod, if you don't focus on speed, if you focus on other secondary stats, 
defense percent, offense percent. There are a lot of other secondary stats that are so good that you can mod these teams for where you could get by without having the fast teams in arena and still be more than fine by modding them by what they do well. And I think that's now become even more important to do so that you can throw your speed on characters like, say, Piet, Wicket, uh, Team Builders. Quill, like those keystone fast characters that can absolutely tear Stark. through a squad. I think that's more important now than ever. Yep, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I keep my I keep my Kenobi team maxed only because it's Kenobi and you they love pretty Kenobi. much smash. They, yeah, they smash everything in yes. uh, facts in conquest easy. So and I don't have Lord Vader to just eat everyone alive. So I, I use Kenobi a lot too. Kenobi and uh, Kenobi and the saucy kitty can smash some stuff. So J- yeah. before I got Kenobi. Uh, what's his face? Uh, General Anakin Skywalker and 501st in Conquest were a problem. And now you just annihilate Kenobi <laughs> yeah. second term yep. and eat them alive. So Yep, 100%. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Love it so much. Yeah, so. Um, Drew asked a question where it kind of already answered. Are you focusing on Omicrons for GAC over other areas since it's your uh, source for crystals now? Is the, the answer is yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I My answer is yes, kind of. Because I'm also focused. I'm still a PvE, PvE player at heart and my eyes are squarely focused on that Rolo uh, Omicron, if I'm completely honest. Mm. Only because I'm not even near maxed stars in light side territory battle and having an extra team uh, is huge for me. Okay, that's fair. So, yep. Uh, so, Supreme Vengeance doesn't ask questions. He just says, I hate that they removed Omnis from the weekly shipments. Facts. Did they? Did they? That sucks. I, I, I have been reading that like crazy and... They're yes, gone. Gone. it is not in there this week, so it might be something oh, that comes sad. and goes. Um, well, then. Yeah. It's a good thing. I've, I'm ro- running real low on shard shop currency at the moment. I need to uh, hotbot my uh, ally coins again. Ooh, yeah. I, I should <laughs> I should get that just to do that. Dude, it well worth the money just on the ally coin instantly within I... like two minutes. I most certainly believe that because it is <laughs> it is a pain in the ass doing it the way I do it. It's not terrible, but I should go ahead and run some of that while we're just saying here. Um, all right. Loreline. What Loreline. B and C teams get best defensive holds in GAC? Yeah, I love this question. You know what? Okay, let me. I'll start because I know one of yours, um, and it's going to be even worse soon. But one of mine is JTR, just evidenced by my. Uh, yeah, that is my evidence by one. my last. Is it? Yes. Okay. I, I was yes. thinking someone else, I, but I use a JTR, different squad. JTR for I sure. use a different comp than you, though. So I use the RJT with BB8, R2D2, C3PO, and Veteran Han. 
With the three droids, you get the extra Terminator start in the beginning. It puts them at like 400 speed-ish. Um, or just shy of that. And once they start going, good freaking luck. It is it is amazing the number of people that screw up on that squad in GAC and Territory War. It's baffling to me. It's so funny. I love that squad. Yeah, I run the... Same squad minus C3PO and adding uh Finn. That extra tanky tanky bits for a few minutes there. Yeah. Usually catch people off guard. And then the, the other another one for me, and this is this is not in the new JC. This is in previous JCs. But Old Republic, I don't know what it is about my old Republic team, but my old Republic team has probably more defenses than any other team I've ever put on defense. And mine are gear 11s and 12s. That is bizarre. Now, I always put them in the back. So you're running against non-relic teams probably at that point on the people I fight. But if that's the case, even those people with gear 12 teams or whatever still have trouble against older problem. Interesting. Now, I have a lot of the... I have a lot of the... Zetas, because I got put put most of them on to get Malik back in the day, just because I wanted it to be as easy as possible, and that Malik event was a nightmare, even though it was fun. So, yeah, Old Republic is one. Uh, JTR is another. Mm-hmm. Uh, the another one that I thought was going to be your number one is the Ewoks. Ewoks That's my number are two. Nasty. I love bears. They're just they're just pain. For anyone that screws up against them. Yep. Um, another team that I love that seems to do pretty well. Um, it This team of mine does have a lot of relics. It's kind of an expensive squad, but not too expensive. Um, Newt, Django, Dooku, Magna Guard, and Watt Tambor. Um once that squad starts going, Newt, Watt, and Magna are nasty in 3v3. It doesn't sound like it, but so much turn reduction, so much, so many turns, it's it's crazy. But then with Dooku and Django in there, it can be absolutely nasty. It can be hell to deal with. That team gets me a lot of defense. I love it. Um, Crew. Crew is another one that I always put on defense because... Every GAC, somebody slips up against it. It just... I I just... I I wish so badly, so badly, that Phasma's Omicron was GAC. Yeah, me too. I do too. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't care about Territory War. Uh, Yeah. I I care about GAC, and I love Phasma. I've loved Phasma since the game came out, her leader ability. And if you can just make it that much better, and since I have all First Order Relic... I, I just wish that I could put that on defense. What would you rather have as a, an Omicron for GAC? Chirpa or Phasma? If only one. Phasma. But that's gear related because my 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 uh, first order are relics. Hmm, interesting. Um, if I had the time to put the relics on Ewoks, it would be... Chirpa, because I've always loved Ewoks. You know what's funny? So, short side tangent. 
I remember when the C-3PO announcement, right? Yep. You remember that? I do. And you remember how I had all my Ewoks at Gear 12 like three months before that? That was yep. like the best day of my life. No one else... It was everyone so Everyone made fun of me for my Ewoks. I walked into that event, killed everything, unlocked seven stars. I remember I now. laid in bed for like two hours after whatever podcast episode that was, whenever that event came out, laying mm-hmm. there just trying to beat that damn thing. So yeah, because I had all the I had the I had the Zetas all over it. I literally had everything on that Ewok team yep. because I just loved the Ewoks. They were just fun to play. And then that C three PO comes out. So yes, I've always had love for Ewoks. I would love their Omicron, but Gear Twelve doesn't cut it. Well, let me rephrase: Gear Twelve does cut it in a lot of uh, in a lot of aspects. If if you if they're not like overpowering them, if they take a, a team, a Gear Twelve team, or a couple Relic team against a Gear Twelve Ewok team that's modded well, you still can get wins. And so, I just wish mine. I wish mine would magically be Relic because I don't have the time to put into them right now. For me, it's all about... For me, whenever I have free time, it's all about gearing those teams that I've never had but always wanted, kind of like the uh, Imperial Troopers were, kind of like uh, I really want to finish my Mandalorian team after I get C because I I have Bam, I have a a Relic... I have a relic Bo-Katan. I'm going to have Maul soon, which I will then put in with the Mandalorians because I don't have Lord Vader. Like it's right. the it's the teams I don't have that I want to work on. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Um I want to mention one more squad that I think is baller for JC defense. Um and I can't confirm this yet, but I think this will prove out to be true. And I think it is the Mon Mothma, Hoth Rebel Scout, Pal, Cardoon, and Cow Catern. I think that team will be a juggernaut, specifically because Kyle gets absolutely stupid turn meter from the very beginning. He will almost always be the first character that goes, unless it's against Rebels or a Galactic Legend. And he he will create the turn meter train that that should go and eat your lunch so makes sense i'll be interested on that one for sure absolutely um next up is what are the best health slash protection regain teams does that that's a loreline you're are you still in chat let me check the uh, users in chat list here. I don't see you, so maybe you can't expand on this question. But that's more like, is that defense, offense? Like, what do you mean? Uh, like I ass- ones that get the best banners for attacks? or uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, a question related to um, just getting banners in GAC. Well, that would make sense. Because... Uh, Loreline, who's in our guild, we've uh, been kind of talking to our JC chat in the order, just kind of because uh, she's kind of focusing more on JC, and so that's kind of uh, where these questions are coming from for her. And uh, some of the best health and protection regain teams, Jedi are amazing. 
um, specifically because of like Jedi Knight Revan. I love Jedi Knight Revan with Grandmaster Yoda together. Those two with either Hermit Yoda and Jolie can take down so much stuff. They have great, great protection recovery. Um, I love them. Um, Mon Mothma is actually really good uh, and can be pretty nasty on offense. So I like them a lot. Um, Rebels, obviously super good. I always put them on defense, but they are awesome at recovering specifically because of what Chewie provides. Um, you want to know one that might not be on your list that I have? What? If you put them, if you put them up against the right team. Okay. Which is usually what I go for to get the points, but it's not tonight apparently. But uh, is uh, Gigi Separatist with Watt because of the because of a B one battle droid, and because you can yep. focus your uh, your taunt onto Magna Guard, yep. and if you just and you put the attack tech on B one, so he's taking more turns. You can heal up whoever you want. Most of the time, you're just keeping your Magna Guard healed up. The um, Hots, all the hots you get from Watt keep everybody topped off. It's yep. I don't usually lose a lot of uh, health slash protection with that team. That's a good one. It's kind of, it's a little underestimated. Uh, it's kind of expensive because you have Watt on there, but even without Watt, uh, B1's really good because he will always finish with full health, full protection because of the way he works. Mm-hmm. Um, any character that doesn't have protection does get the protection banner. And oftentimes, characters that don't have protection are really good at recovering health. So, a character like Darth Malak, for example, is great at it. The entire Lord Vader squad, the Galactic Legend Lord Vader, he converts all protection into health. He is another character that's really good offensively because of the way he can recover and end up getting a lot of banners. Um, Ewoks, Imperial Troopers... Uh, Sith Empire is pr- not Sith Empire. Uh, Sith Trio is pretty good uh, at getting health. Not so great at protection. You can usually get one of them to get full protection, and that's about it. If you're on health, you might as well talk. If you're going health, not protection, uh, Night Sisters as well. Yes. Yep. Night Sisters. They. Uh, I, f- I forget what it they is got, now. If you Sick. have Talia on the team, most people don't. If they have a spirit geared, I don't. With Talia, I use Talia. And a, if Talia, Saj, and um, Talia, Saj, and Daka on that team, yep. you can usually stay completely stacked on heals. One hundred percent. You will never get the protection banners, but you will always get the health if you play that one properly. And then, uh. Crap, what was the other one? I had one... Oh, Imperial Troopers. Imperial Troopers are freaking baller at that. Um, they just constantly recover protection and health. So, uh, yeah. that's pretty much answers that question. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew asks, do you think we'll get ship Omicrons for GAC and T-Dub? Yes, absolutely. When? I don't know. 
but I do think at some point there will be some sort of upgrade for ships that will uh, provide some additional strategies for GAC and TW. Up to second question, follow-up. Do you want them? No. Don't care. I do. It's ships. I do. Get the F out. Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't ex- even want ships in GAC, but I can't have my Executor's own. too powerful, in my opinion. Um, I, I think we do need a counter for it. Uh, a counter? Sure. If that's what happens, because if I see an executor on defense, I don't know what to do. That's just me. I don't see them. Don't know that, what to do against that's them. That's why I think Never Marvel beat one. So 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 important. Um, give us one for G- GAC and then one for T-Dub. That would be awesome, please. I think it'll happen. I just don't know how long. Oh, what a wonderful we got a pat- question. We got a Patreon QA question. Yeah. If they were in game, who would have the better... <laughs> who would be- have... Who would have the better, uh, he says Unicron, I assume that's a combination of Omicron I thought he and wrote, Unicorn. I thought he wrote Unicorn. I'm going to assume yeah. that's intentional. Uh, Stafford or Rogers? Obviously Stafford, because Rogers is a galactic legend and you don't give Omicrons to galactic legends. Okay. <laughs> Do, so, did, did you see the... Uh, going total NFL for a second. Did you see the touchdown to interception ratio since the start of last season? I don't know. What? So, third is Tom Brady at 3.45. Second is Patrick Mahomes at 3.61. This is touchdown to interception ratio. Aaron Rodgers is at 8.33 touchdown to interception ratio. 8.33 over over a season and a half. Freaking insane. Just... I mean... All I want... For you to admit, is that Stafford's having a better season than than uh, <laughs> Rogers? Stat wise, he's beating him, running him out of the park. <laughs> it's funny when someone laughs, even though they're wrong. <laughs> Are you done fake laughing? Because oh. I know you're fake laughing. So, oh. are you done yet? Oh, I'm dying. Oh, oh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Make your argument. Oh. That's not this podcast. Oh, and I'm not interested in your fake laughs and pretending oh. like you don't read stats. But okay, oh. next question. Oh, I read stats. When the f is Jerry going to get his Omicron? Well, Stafford's Ex- stats are better than his, so Ex- there you go. <laughs> When the F is Jerry going to get an Omicron? That question is just for me. 
Don't look at him. What the hell's wrong with you? You can laugh all you want. The stats speak for themselves. Go ahead okay. and keep being dumb. We'll, we'll Go ahead. Come, we'll come back. To, <laughs> we will come back to this at the end of the podcast. You will hear the rest of this conversation. Keep going. Keep going. It's hilarious. We all think you're oh. really funny. Oh, I'm dying. That's hysterical. Oh, um, so funny. Oh, J- Jerry. You're ridiculous. I, uh, what's wrong with you? I, Are you on crack? Did you? Is you have too many Grinch juices? What's wrong? I, with I you? have had a lot of Grinch juice. I'm not gonna lie. The, is that where that weird ass laugh came from? Um, no, I just oh the fake one because we all know it was fake. That was not fake. I'm uh, no. Okay. No, come on. You then said, you're drunk laughing. You you said you said. Come on. We'll we'll get back to this. Six hundred more yards. Eight more touchdowns, and the only thing that makes a difference is he has four interceptions to eight. Oh, no, but he's got way better stats, right? Way better. Oh, no, he has one more win, so tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong. Where am I wrong? Because of the stat you just quoted from last season to this season? Who gives a shit? Keep laughing. There's no reason to laugh. I'm not wrong, but okay. Next question. Yeah. Yeah. You're just um, laughing to piss me off, and that's fine. I don't care. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, um, Jerry does need an Omicron. We'll agree there. Um, here's a great question specifically for you. Um, Is it about football? Because I don't want to talk about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> go do, ahead do do you or are you going to start scouting your opponent for GAC um not to the point of I'm using bots in discord but I do go in and check the roster of who I'm against just to see what they have relict what kind of what discord bots are there uh you can use hotbot you can use um what is that other one? There's another one. Chat can help me out. There's a few of them. So there's a lot of them where you can run like a uh, your ally code versus another ally code. And it brings up a giant thing of how many plus 25 speed mods you have versus them. Gotcha. How many, you know, it's just really in-depth stuff. And I, I'm not interested in all that. I just want to know like character wise and gear wise what I'm up against. And that's why I just look in the game. I mean, I might. I'll never throw out the idea that since I'm paying for the service to go in and do it, um, but I haven't done it yet. That's and fair. So to the second part of the question, are you going to start? Maybe I'll start doing that if I have time. The problem is I don't use Hotbot unless I'm on my computer. And I, my computer still had my camera app on from last Friday when I got onto it today, meaning I haven't touched my computer in a week. So I haven't been on Hotbot this week. So yeah, it's, um, it just very boils down to: Am I around for that, or am I not? So, uh, the the scouting that I do is limited to basically just looking and seeing how many Galactic Legends they have, and occasionally I'll check to see how their executor is. And ultimately, it makes no difference on what I set on defense. Usually, round one, I set my defense, and that defense stays through round two and round three. I'm not going to go back and look. 
I'm not going to change my defense. I'm still not going to do any of that crap. Um, wh- what is that saying? It's uh, a wonderful life. No. It's oh, oh, it's in the game. EA, it's in the game? No. I, God um, dang it. I cannot, I cannot remember what it was. Um, it's all about that Something base. about knowing your enemy. I, I can't remember what the phrase is. Or what the quote is. Um, I don't know. Anyway. um, I am not (laughs) going to really change what I do for GAC. Just because for me, it's about knowing my roster. And knowing how versatile I am with my characters. Uh, There are characters that I put on defense. That I'm not really sure what to use them on offense against. But they do really well for me on defense, so I put them on defense. Um, And then there are characters that I want to maximize. Like, for example, I set my crew squad on defense. Crew, Kylo, Fox, Hux, and uh, Fox? Did I mention Fox? I don't remember. I set that team on defense every single time because... With Slicker, I am, I will never need to use them. I will always use Slicker against someone in which I will not need those characters. So it is more beneficial for me to set that team on defense and force them to use a counter like um, RJT or whatever, uh, which RJT is kind of eh, kind of risky against that squad. Um, it's better off to kind of do that and make sure that I put characters on defense that I know I'm not going to use on offense. That way I know what I can do on offense. Like, say my Imperial Troopers. Like, I know what my Imperial Troopers can beat. There's a list of teams that my Imperial Troopers can beat, and I'm not worried about it. So I will find one of those type of squads, and I will use my Imperial Troopers versus them. Uh, Same with Jedi Knight Luke. Same with each of of my Galactic Legends. Like, I basically know how to handle them and what they'll be able to beat. And so I can adjust to whatever my opponent sets versus looking at my opponent and being like, okay, so I got to be able to beat this, this, and this. I basically just keep stuff so that everything that I keep on offense, I know it can beat, say, three squads. Three different types of squads. And that is enough that I can mix and match and move things around and be able to fully clear, you know, 95% of the time or whatever it is. Um, So I think that's kind of my strategy there. I I just don't think that scouting, uh, you know, in depth really does a lot for me. I think it, I I, I don't know that it helps. Knowing my own roster and what I can do with it is far more important than knowing my opponents. So... I, I can't stop laughing at A, myself, because nothing makes you feel more drunk than mixing adrenaline with the alcohol. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I did that. Talking about football, now I feel drunk. Nice. I like it. <laughs> I'm like, the, our conversations are, our, our arguments are of legend. They are That's fun. All I, can say. I love them. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're I, as legendary uh, as the yeah. games between Rogers and Stafford. Those are legendary? No, they're not. That's the problem. <laughs> My side always wins. Well, that's not true, but more than likely it does. 
Um, so, uh, anything else to mention about scouting GAC opponents? No, I think you're right in the whole, uh, know your roster thing, which is, I think why, yeah, I feel confident, um, knowing that a majority of players don't, and they probably will now that the change to GAC for crystals, but knowing that the majority of rosters don't epically mod every team on their, their squad. And knowing what my teams are as. Dude. So that that is such a good freaking point. And this is something I kind of want to talk about. I'm so glad you said that because whenever we talk about like modding characters for GAC, it's so much more about those B C D squads, the way they're modded than it is about your top tier characters. Your your Kenobi, your Slicker, your Jedi Knight Revan. Those squads are going to be able to kill whatever they're going to be able to kill pretty much no matter how you have them modded. I mean, as long as it's within reason, um, they don't need like these stupid, ridiculous speed mods. However, if you put some stupid, ridiculous speed mods on, I don't know, Wicket with an Omicron Charpa and some decent Ewoks, and people think like me where, oh, it's just a backup team. It's just a backup team. It's this goes all the way back to that. Team. That goes back to the whole, what are your plan B and C teams that get defenses? Yeah. This is the reason they do because people 100%. overlook teams like that. 100%. So. My RJT team is a great example. I have a lot of speed on that team. Uh, BB-8, my three droids have a lot of speed. Um, veteran Han has a lot of potency. I want that AOE ability block. So that entire squad, um, is, it's just, it really does a fantastic job at getting in, going early, starting the turn meter train and just never letting up on it. Um, I, I think that, I think that is the best way to spend your speed mods on those kind of keystone type characters where there's a lot of turn mirror to be gained. Uh, you know, kind of like I said, Imperial. That that gives me an awesome idea for a segment. Okay. Who are the keystone characters? Make a list of keystone characters. We set them up on the podcast, talk about them and talk about, um, modding them. Uh, I like that idea. I want to run over a few of them real quick that will absolutely help people tremendously. Um, Wicked is one for your Ewoks. He is he is the top one. You have Quill for your uh, your Bam squad. Effectively, uh, he works extremely well. Um, Kyle Cattern or Hoth Rebel Scout, if you don't have Kyle. I think Kyle is the best option because, I mean, his speed gets into 350 plus pretty easily. And with with the turn meter that he gains from his unique ability, then with Pow paired with that squad, you have multiple chances for Scout to call in turn meter. That Mon Mothma squad is a squad that can get out of hand really quickly with him. Uh, CP... 
C-3PO, R2, or BB-8. Um, more so 3PO and R2 because BB-8 just wiggles. But those two, the way that they use an ability, they can give turn meter on their abilities. I think those two are great for like an RJT squad. You have the Rebel squad where CLS is kind of the catalyst that can get the ball rolling there. Um, you know, and then there are the more traditional squads like Darth Revan. Like Darth Revan's a really good squad. Um, I think for the most part, though, I don't put much speed on Darth Revan, that entire squad, just because whatever can counter it can counter it, and whatever I can't, can't counter it can't counter it. Um, I just... For the most part, people aren't going to be using mirror matches. The whole ton of speed on that team was specifically to make mirror matches easier. And when those aren't an issue, people are going to use entirely different squads. Either squads are effective counters or not. So I think putting a lot of speed on a Darth Revan squad is not a great strategy. Um... Unless you're using them maybe under Emperor Palpatine or something. Then maybe. Because get that turn meter train going. But that brings us to Mara Jade. Mara Jade's an, another excellent one to go with Emperor Palpatine. Um, and then of course you have characters like Rex. Who can work the whole 501st thing. Uh, I think that's a pretty good list. Yeah, I can see that. So, um, I think some of those characters are where most of your speed probably needs to go to really maximize GAC. Uh, really try to throw people off with some of those other teams that people just, you know, aren't aren't used to playing against. So, absolutely. I th- I, yeah, I think we need to talk about that more in depth going forward especially with this idea that modding your roster is as a whole is more important than your arena team which is no doubt it's important at all anymore so yeah completely irrelevant um all right uh drizzy if drizzy if if wampa got an omicron it would be on an instant yeah, I believe that. Devour all enemies with fur. Yep. Let's do it. Don't even know who has fur as an <laughs> enemy, but I, I'm in. Well, the bears. Yeah, they're gay. Then I wouldn't have lost earlier tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. It'd be the perfect Omicron for you. Um. Yeah, I... I uh, so, so here, let's see. Uh, that that's most of our topics for the night. But I just kind of want to talk a little bit about JC. What what are you now that crystals are there? What has really changed for you? Like, what are there any teams that you're looking at maybe a little bit differently that you're kind of maybe a little bit more focused on learning more about how they work or anything like that? Uh, as far as more about how they work, A, my Imperial Troopers team, 
that I now have to uh, use. Dude, that is a and where answer. they're good, yep. um, and where to use them. Obviously, tonight it worked out, but oh, that yeah. wasn't even a full relic team, so I don't know how much stock I can put into that. But as far as focusing, as uh, meaning I want to level up my GAC experience. I have a few teams. Uh, honestly, and this is... I know you've never, like, had the experience that I've had with the team, but I would really like to, if I ever got the time, gear out my old Republic team and just to see where they landed as a relict team on defense because... I, I could see that. They're, they've been top performers for me on defense in JC in the past... Maybe that's not the case in in Kyber One or up in the seven eight million zone, but where those I am, DOTs man can be nasty if you do not prepare properly. Yeah, so that that's one. Um, my bounty hunters obviously are mix and match relics and gear twelves. I would like to gear them just to have them because they are a staple on my defense. And, and you're thinking about the army on Zam, which and the will Zam. 100% do that. I mean, just when you, when you start talking about characters and, you know, 350, 330 plus speed, like you, you can beat so much stuff with that. And that's kind of what Zam does to bounty hunters with that 20% speed sharing. 100%. The... I just oh so he started attacking me what ooh um looking at other teams of just looking at my GAC defense because it's probably not going to change for a while um focusing more on the Mon Mothma squad I have a team That's a good one. and it's it's not great because mine involves Bigs and Bigs and Wit or Wigs. Ooh. Get them out. And land wigs and Lando, but I can't because well, you know what? You're right. I should get them out. So depending on the gear of my other guys. Okay, so go, go to your squad. I want to ask you about a few characters. So Hoth Rebel Scout is kind of a key character there, but he doesn't provide much in survivability. Kara Dune is a character that I use there specifically because of the survivability that she provides. Um, survivability tank to keep them off of everyone else yeah my caradun's relic four so she's in there Ooh, if you have relic four caradun you are so freaking good there just because all the stats that she has and she's sharing her with a moderately tanky mon mothma which you should probably have anyway um that combination is really good at making pow or cow cattern really amazing um Pow should absolutely be in your squad, even at low gear levels, because of the way he gains turn meter. Um, I think Let's, him and Kyle both can be low gear level and be put in that so squad and be perfectly fine. Let, here's why I put them as a focus. All right, the only other closest gear people to put in there would be Churret and Baze at gear eleven. And if you Ooh. want to talk about like focused good characters that should be in the squad. Pow is gear 10, and the only reason he's gear 10 is because he was used in phase 3 of the Sith Triumphant, or the Sith Raid. Okay. Um, uh, Hoth Rebel Scout's only gear 9. Scarif Rebel Pathfinder's gear 8. Bistan's gear 8. Kyle Katarn is gear 8. 
That is why those people are in there because they just have higher gear levels. So if I speaking on focusing, the focus more is about gearing the characters that are good, even if they're gear 12 to throw them in. I just don't feel like throwing gear eight and gear uh, 10 characters in with that squad is going to be any better than the relic ones. So, the 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 difference is Kyle and Pal. Outside of those two, I I agree. Um, Kyle and uh, Kyle and Pal should be in the team, regardless. Right. Um. Yeah. So if you have Pal, Kyle, Cardoon, um, you only need one more character. I think Scout is the correct option. Um, if you put scout in even a squishy scout, make him super fast, give him a lot of critical chance and then make your Mon Mothma pretty tanky, high defense, high survivability so that she shares that with everybody. And I think you'll be in a really, really great spot. I really do. Um, I, I think that the plan currently that I've come up with tonight, tonight, cause I really didn't think about the fact that. I don't have a lot more gearing for C requirements. I think the the plan will be um, getting those bounty hunters to gear 13, even if I don't put relics on them right now. And then I'll work on this squad. Let's it's see. so tough because I got three things I want to work on. I want to work, work on bounty hunters. I want to work on the Mon Mothma squad. And I also want to work on the Mandalorian squad. It's tough. That's I put I put so much work into Bam for me to never ever use him for anything or yeah. even his ship really because I don't have the executor. It's, it's I, I just I put him on defense. Um, with that but yours squad. is relic, right? Mine right. isn't. Mine's gear right. ten. He's just sitting yeah. doing nothing. I mean, I don't. I don't know that he's a character you should even use for anything. Um, that's that's the part that kills me, right? And yeah, then people... So we're going to talk it's about... It's frustrating, Star- but I don't know... I don't really have any other option for you. Like, <laughs> what, what are you supposed to do otherwise? I, I really don't know. No. Oh, I feel like him under Bo-Katan with armor and Maul and then a fifth Mandalorian somewhere... Is a would be a decent defense team, but I'm gonna have C soon, so maybe that armorer might not even be on that squad. Um, give me a few minutes, I'll be right back. Okay, uh, so I'm kind of looking at GMP stuff on Swagaga. Um, I think if he takes Kyle Scout and Pal up as far as he can. Pal's probably fine where he's at, but takes Scout and Kyle up. Make Kyle super fast. I kind of think you would get a lot of, lot of usability out of that team um, just because it's going to catch... It's going to catch somebody off guard. It absolutely will. Somebody will screw up against it, and it'll be freaking hilarious, and they'll be pissed, and it'll be freaking amazing. Um... So, yeah, uh, I think that's a pretty good route to go next. Um, do, do, do. 
let's see atomic robots talking about um some of the themes that he's working on uh talks about splitting geos uh separatist droids dooku Django. so uh separatists are kind of a really interesting option just because there are so many ways to go with that squad depending on what galactic legends you have basically because you you know once you get to a point with certain galactic legends you're gonna end up with some really good separatists um and that's kind of where I've gotten. Um, I obviously use Dodge with my Night Sisters to counter General Grievous, which almost everybody sets. Um, I'm at 8 million GP, and I see that squad every single GAC. I always use Night Sisters against it. Um, but when you're talking about like Django, Dooku, uh, Newt, Magna, Watt, uh, the battle droids. Many people have brute alpha relic. You you do have a lot of really good mix and match options here because you also have like BB-8. If your RJT sucks, you could throw BB-8 in with General Grievous. That's not a bad squad either. Um, so the the biggest thing is just kind of managing your roster to kind of maximize. The characters that are really good. Um, and make sure you're getting the most out of the characters that you have that have relics. So, Yeah, the best news about all of it is that once this matchmaking starts getting more um, finely tuned. And that skill rating is actually a skill rating that is more attuned to what you are. Right. A lot of this is going to come down to, uh, a lot of this is going to come down to your defensive plan, and what you leave for offense than it is to what your GP is versus theirs. And for sure. right now, that's what it is, because they're trying to fine tune those skill ratings and get them more, uh, in line with where people are. But if you can find ways to once we start getting against rosters that are really close to what our own are, it's going to come down to knowing your own roster, having better mods and having them on the correct people. Yep. So no doubt. Yep. Well, do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap up episode 273? Why don't you answer Chicken Bottom's question? He's been out for a while. He's got a question for you because I don't have any. He says, do people like Lord Vader? Was waiting for Order 66 Anakin for ages. Dude, okay. So that's a great question because I always wanted uh, Kid Killer Anakin. And um, he's not as straightforward as many other. I mean, he kind of is in a way. The team that you surround him with is kind of crap. It's kind of all about him, really, uh, which should be unsurprising. Like I said earlier, he's fantastic in Conquest. I do think he is absolutely amazing. Um, but they kind of they kind of added. Tell me if you agree. They kind of added to his value going away from Arena because there are teams that he's good against in GAC that you probably wouldn't have found in arena. 
and that will be more helpful for your your crystal gear or crystal grind now than it would have been in arena so i'll tell you what's interesting i've been using him in arena i've been doing a few battles each day just kind of playing with anakin and i can beat kenobi i can beat slicker i can beat c I've been winning all of my battles with him since I remodded him to the way he's modded now. I have been doing really, really well with him. And I've been using him with... So, squad that I'm using him with, I wouldn't necessarily use in GAC. But him, Royal Guard, Piet, Shore Trooper, and Maul. Uh, I've been using those five with, with pretty damn good success. Um... I think he is kind of like he's kind of like General Anakin Skywalker. That's that's the best comp I would have um, in that he is really amazing at just mopping up the floor with other squads. He by himself can absolutely wreck so many squads. Um, he's very difficult to kill. Uh, because of all the health that he has and percentage health attacks don't really work against him. Um, he, he's, he's good, but he is not the best Galactic Legend. He's far from it. He's on Galactic Legend rating. He's borderline terrible. However, he can actually beat most of the Galactic Legends pretty well. And, you know, I'm starting to find some pretty good uses for him. But he, he's he's not that meta galactic legend. However, he doesn't need to be anymore. I, I think with the way they cr- change crystals and you don't have to worry about arena so much anymore, he's, I think it's a huge buff to galactic legends like Lord Vader. Because yeah. he does add a lot of versatility to your, uh, to your, to your roster. Yep, that's, that is the outsider looking in's opinion over here. So I could see that for sure. So, yep. all right guys. Well, I know that I talked about the star killers kit in my title for the stream. We're not going to do that tonight. We'll get to him. I know that uh, a lot of people want to hear about him, but uh, not a lot of people have him. So it's not that pertinent right now. We'll, we will still talk about him, but uh, we're going to save that for a future episode um, but for now, we're just going to end it there for us. Big shout outs to Blue Microphones for sponsoring this show. Yeah. Thanks to them. We have this crisp audio that you guys always hear every week on the Switch and on the audio podcast, everything you got out there. So if you are interested in having crisp audio yourself, go check out crew.bluemic.com slash SOPod where you can buy uh, all these awesome blue products that they have. Go check them out. Love if you've it. never looked... If you've never looked at their website, just go check it out. There's a lot of stuff Absolutely. there. If There's a lot of stuff that you can uh, Amazing use, you can get, and uh, you can use it for anything. Gaming, uh, po- content creation, uh, business meetings that you have to use on your computer, all that kind of stuff. So go check them out. And if you do use that link, crew.bluemike.com slash SOPod, that'll let them know that we sent you them the sent you guys their way. So thanks a lot for that. If you want to hang out with us during the week, we're always on discord in our discord, discord.me slash shattered, or you can always hang out there with us talking about all the crazy Omicrons and all the fun stuff that's been going on in the game. Um, um, 
one thing I'd like to mention is last week, um, I initially uploaded the wrong episode of the podcast, uh, just complete total user error. And there appears to be some issues on like Spotify and a few other podcasts. So if you didn't hear last week's episode because you couldn't download it, I'm not sure what the deal is, why on a few of them it's weird. If you can figure out how to delete it and re-download it from the actual server, you should be able to listen to it perfectly fine. I know it works that way on Apple Podcasts, uh, but there do seem to be a few podcast applications where maybe they work a little bit different. I'm not exactly sure what goes on there, but um, yeah, that episode was corrected. So um, just got to figure out, find the right episode or delete, delete the bad one. My bad. I'll pay more attention going forward. This will happen every 60 episodes or so, though. So It's really never it an issue, but is. the biggest issue it became was when we added to Spotify. Because Spotify, for some reason, just has a really hard time getting rid of old downloads and downloading the newest one. I don't know what yeah. their deal is. So No idea. Um. Yeah. Well, that should do it for 273. We don't know for sure yet when 274 will be. Um, or what it will be on because if we skip next Facts. week, that means uh, Book of Boba is out, which means it might be a uh, Chosen Ones episode. So Oof. if you're in our Discord, like I said, discord.me slash shadow order, we send out updates there and we'll let you guys know what is going on for the next podcast. But uh, we'll try to send that out on Twitter as well for everyone that looks there, twitter.com slash shadow order. So. Thank you, everyone, for being here. You guys have been awesome tonight. The chat has been going crazy, giving us a lot of good things to talk about, as well as uh, questions, comments. And if we miss something, you let us know, which is always awesome because we can still uh, go back and look at things that either we got wrong or we missed. So appreciate you guys for that. So as far as this episode goes, man, I really need to go. As far as this episode goes, one more time. Let me lick my lips. All right. As far as this episode goes, thank you everybody for hanging out. And we will be back next time for episode 274. Awesome. And uh, remember, paper straws are an abomination. <laughs> Later. Later.